0: I think when I came into the program, like I still had a lot of those feelings of like, is is this writing thing real? Like, this is super cute. I'm making like a couple thousand dollars a month at most, but can you really make a business out of this, you know? And so everything you taught us just blew my mind. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, just from the whole mindset shift in your value of copywriting and what that is and how you deliver that to people. You know, if we asked you, like, how do we market this? You helped us, right? <laughs> like you gave us a plan and um, guidance in doing that, right? If we were like, how do you onboard a client? You helped us with just everything, like actually putting the systems in place and the mindset stuff to be like, yeah, you can do this and here's how. So I'm just so thankful that I started that program then.
1: Hi, you're listening to Creatives Making Money, the podcast for creative service providers on a mission to do the work they feel called to and make excellent money while they do it. This is a show for the writers, makers, dreamers, doers, creators, artists, the crazy ones, the ones who are determined to consciously build the life and career of their dreams. Here, we don't just believe in getting your dream job. We believe in creating it. So what does creative success look like? How do we live a fully expressed, abundant life? How do we create the revenue we desire and hold space for our soul projects? That's precisely what we're here to talk about. I'm your host, Jamie Jensen, award-winning screenwriter, conversion copywriter, former agency founder and CEO, serial entrepreneur, and shameless creator. No matter where you are in your creative and financial journey, I'm here to help you create like you mean it. I have a very special guest with me, Jenny Roth. Jenny is a wife, mom, and copywriter on a mission to help women creatives welcome their clients with open arms and market in the most joyful way. She has successfully helped photographers, designers, and coaches increase their sales with email marketing and high converting sales page and website copy. She's also a recent graduate of my program, Create Your Six-Figure Copywriting Business. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jamie. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited you're here. I have a million and one questions for you. Um, I think I want to start with, you know, in terms of your copywriting business, tell me your writing story. So like, how, how did you know you were a writer? When did you start writing? When did that all begin for you?
0: Oh, wow. I love that so much. So yeah, like most writers, I think I remember, you know, being in fourth grade and Um, I'll probably date myself, but like RL Stein Goosebump books were super popular then. And so I remember like trying to write my own fan fiction for Goosebumps and like convincing a girl in my class who could draw to illustrate them for me and stuff like that. So I've always loved to write, but I always, you know, I would write in college. People be like, I don't want to write this assignment. And I'm like, oh, give me 50 bucks. I'll do it for you. (laughs) Like it's just always been the thing I love to do. Um, But I never really thought of it as something that I could do for a job, right? So like around me, people work really hard, work really long hours. I'm out here in the Midwest and, you know, it's like, oh, you like to write. That's cool and everything, but like, what are you really going to do? You know, like if you write, it would be more like, um, you know, you probably have no money or you'll be really eccentric or like it won't be something that you'll be able to like carry with you and support yourself and support your family. So while I always loved to write and that was always really easy for me, it wasn't something that I ever really thought, yeah, like this is something I could, like, do for my life. Um, So my husband and I got married really young after college, like we were 22, um, which is crazy. Like when I see 22-year-olds now, I'm like, don't, don't do that. (laughs) 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 That's too young to get married. Okay, it worked out. We're still married. Um, So we got married really young, and we had three daughters, like right in a row, like three kids within four years. So I hadn't really started a career, I was working full time. um, But I, you know, it wasn't like, I love my career, I have to go back to it. And I really feel like around me, I just saw women choosing like you either work, you know, really hard and see your kids for two hours a day, or you stay home. And I just, you know, we were able to choose that I could stay home with my kids. So I was taking care of these, (laughs) these little girls, um, bringing them up. And, you know, when they got to an age where I could have a free hour in my day. It was like, You know, I'd find myself like scrolling Facebook or like trying to plant a garden and like cleaning and doing all these things. And it was like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I literally had to go make a list of like what do I even like to do? Like, what am I good at? What do I like to do? Like I couldn't even remember, you know. And so writing was at the top of the list and I thought, okay, yeah, I've always loved to write, and I reached out to a local magazine, and I was so nervous I couldn't even like speak. I was so nervous for this interview, <laughs> um, and they're like, "Yeah, you can write for us." So I started writing for them. There's just a community and lifestyle magazine around here, and um, that evolved into becoming the editor for that magazine part time, and then slowly people are like, "Oh, you like to write? I have this website. Can you do it? Um, I have this, you know, blog post. Can you do it?" And slowly just evolved, and I realized there's this whole online space. Business owners who have a lot of writing to do, and they need help doing it. And so that's kind of how I discovered copywriting and um, took it from you know magazine writing into that. So yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's awesome. How did you? So okay, can you just contextualize where where do you live so that everyone <laughs> who's listening is like, it's a local magazine, but where where exactly are you? Yeah, and we're in the I live Midwest.
0: out. Yeah, yeah, I live out. I live in South Dakota in like a very very small town, like three hundred people. Um, most people are farmers around here and I mean, the nearest target is like 40 miles. So it's like very rural, like very small area. Um, and so the close city to here has a local community magazine, and I was just in a restaurant with my daughters one day and saw that and I'll reach out to them and see if they need help with writers and they did. So,
1: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You said you sort of discovered this online community that needs lots of writing support and lots Mm of help. Um, beyond the magazine, how did you come across your first paying client?
0: Yeah, there was a boutique owner in another smaller city here in South Dakota who was hiring people to do writing for her. A lot of social media captions, podcast scripts, emails. She had a job description for a writer and I applied and got it. And after that, I was like, I love this. Um, I love the magazine work because you can talk to people and share their stories, people you normally wouldn't talk to, right? Um, And hear from their stories and share them. But the online world of copywriting for businesses was different in the way that I could do it completely from home and still be here for my kids for one thing. And also just like the joy of handing somebody their website copy and then being like, thank you so much. I can't even believe it. Like I don't have to do this. Like you've helped me so much. And again, me coming from somewhere where I kind of just thought writing was just like, I don't know, on the side, you know, just seeing that that skill that I love to do could help somebody like that so much. And they were so thankful. It just was amazing to me, really. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: okay. You, you're a semi-recent graduate of create your six-figure copywriting business. It's been about, I at the time that we're recording this, it's been about, I want to say, five months since you completed-ish, right? Yeah. 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 So can you just walk me through, like, what's changed for you the most from before the program after the program? Yeah.
0: Yeah like everything in the best way. So um, when I started the program with you, Jamie, so um, just to give people context, my daughters had just gone to public school for the first time. We homeschooled them for five years. And so I always did all my work very part-time, right? Like in the morning and evenings, on the weekends, when dad was home, all this stuff. And so when they went to school full-time, I really felt like, okay, Here's my chance to take this and actually see if I can I have the time now and the space. Can I actually build a business that supports us that like if my husband for whatever reason had to step away from work or something would happen, could I actually like float this boat, right? <laughs> like could I actually can this do this and so um I've followed you because I just love how you talk about storytelling and um decided to sign up for the program, like right as I was taking it full time. And I think when I came into the program, like I still had a lot of those feelings of like, is is this writing thing real? Like, this is super cute. I'm making like a couple thousand dollars a month at most, but can you really make a business out of this, you know? And so everything you taught us just blew my mind. I mean, (laughs) I don't even know where to start just from the whole mindset shift and your value of copywriting and what that is and how you deliver that to people. You know, if we asked you, like, how do we market this? You helped us, right? (laughs) Like you gave us a plan and um, guidance in doing that, right? If we were like, how do you onboard a client? You helped us with just everything, like actually putting the systems in place and the mindset stuff to be like, yeah, you can do this and here's how. So I'm just so thankful that I started that program then.
1: (laughs) And what's, what has changed the most for you? Like, I mean, listen, I feel like it's a lot. I feel like when you came out of the program, I know you were, you had a goal of like four to 5k a month. And then I know in February you had your first six thousand month that going for you, like once out of the program. Is it still expanding? Cause I just, apparently Jenny and I had a chat towards the end of the program where she was kind of like, is it okay that I don't want to work more than this many hours? And is it okay that I don't want to make more than this much money? And I said, absolutely. Like, this is your business. You get to build it the way you want it and if this is your income goal and you don't work more hours and you rather make x m like if this is what you desire let's just create what you desire you get to create it your own way mm-hmm. so how is that looking for you now in terms of you know the income desires the scheduling desires and you've been able to craft it to fit you
0: yeah such a good question. So when I came into the program, like I said, I was probably making like I want to say like twelve to fifteen hundred dollars a month working probably part time hours. And, you know, I had the goal, like you said, I wanted to match my husband's salary. Right. And so I was able to do that in February with like six K months and I've been able to keep that consistent. And yeah. It's projected to be that way through um, July. But the cool thing about that is, is like the first time I hit a 6K month, i get up at like 4 a.m. and I was just like taking on like all this, this stuff just to meet that income goal. And after I did it, I was like, okay, some things still aren't in place for me. And I took what I learned from you about rates and expressing your value and writing out your process and knowing your deliverables and how long things take you. You know, I think talking about knowing your process how you taught us that for me has been so valuable on my own sales calls and in helping my clients because when they can include their process in their copy, it attracts their clients to them and into their process more too. Um, So just knowing all that stuff, I've been able to pull it out um, and keep that income, but also bring it back into those hours I want to work so that I can still be, I'm like the main caregiver for my family and be a really hands-on mom is just so important to me. So. It's important to me to stay in those boundaries right now, but it's easy to push outside of them too and say yes, so
1: it's balanced. <laughs> yeah, totally. And and I I love how, I just want to reflect and acknowledge how well you are modeling that because I think that it is really easy, especially when opportunities show up and you're like, I really want to say yes to this, but my, my boundary is like to keep it at this schedule, to keep it at this flow. And like, if I have to say no to this project, I have to trust that it's going to come back later. And that's sort of part of the work too. Is this flexible, like, you know, when to say yes and when to say no and what's okay and what's not okay. And you're just modeling that so beautifully. So thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And I mess up with that. I mean, like all the time, but I'm learning, but another thing you taught us is to think about your ROI in different ways too. So sometimes I'll say yes to something that maybe I would want to charge more for, but however, this client always passes my name on to other people. I get a ton of referrals. From her so I've had her before I raised my rate so I will say yes to things like that and you taught us that too like to just think about the big picture that way like you know when I take on a project I think like is this the kind of client and the kind of work I want to be doing one year five years ten years from now is it getting me there and if it's yes then I'll go for it and if it's no like I've let other projects go like magazine work and other things go because that's not where I want to be. Right. So it's, it is really hard when you're trying to chase down those income goals that you see everywhere on Instagram and stuff like that. But the truth is, I think when you get there, the journey feels a lot like the destination. So if you're burnt out and stressed and doing all this work that you're just trying to squeeze in between four and 7am, just to get to that goal, you're going to feel that way still, you know, even though you're thankful for the money um, it does matter to me, I guess in that sense too. So yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, And when you think about your vision, like five, 10 years from now, what do you see for yourself?
0: Yeah. So my kids will be like grown. And so I see myself just having a lot more space for my copywriting work. And I'm so excited for that. And I would love to be able to like, you know, build an online community where people can like come into a Facebook group and and like learn copywriting skills as business owners. And I would love to also teach this to other women, um, probably particularly who live in rural areas, because again, like I see people all around me, um, you know, if you wanna work outside of the home here, you drive, like I said, to 40 miles a lot of times, both ways to work, and you have to miss out on a lot of stuff. A lot of jobs are really like farming, agriculture, hard work, um, jobs that a lot of the guys do around here. Right. But opportunities for women in small towns, you really like, we dig in so hard to find them. Um, and I would just love to be able to share like how you can do this online and still be here for your family, for others too, if I can, because it's made such a, it's been such a blessing in my life to be able to do that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. You've modeled it so beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, just cause I'm like nosy, are there personal writing projects that you just like pick back up or work on again? Cause I know when you and I originally met, there were some, was a book I think you had started, right?
0: Yes, I haven't, so. Um, middle
1: grade fiction, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, no. or maybe I'm making that up.
0: No, that's totally it. So like homeschooling your kids, you read so many good like children's like novels and middle grade, middle grade books it is insane. Like I would read these books without my kids. Like I'm here, like reading this to my kids, <laughs> and, like crying and laughing. I'm like, who is this author? And why don't, why don't adult women read this, you know? And so, you know, I think naturally just loving to write that stem for me. Um, Like I've written actually three like children's novels just in my like free time in the early morning, you know? um, And I haven't done anything to get them published or taken that really anything further um but that is something you know building my business has been like priority one this year and so I have not you know I like they're written and they're sitting there and I'm like okay I just you know I don't know what to do now <laughs> but you know really building this <laughs> business and seeing if I can get out the ground has taken total priority in this year so yeah but that is something that you know if I could see myself 10 years from now with like a book on Barnes and Noble or something like that on the shelf for me that would just be I don't even know not even a money goal just like a goal you know <laughs> so yeah
1: yeah I mean I think you get all three of them published and I let's I'm going to add that to the vision board for you and I'm going to add it to the vision one or two years maybe not 10 I don't feel like we need to wait that long but you know so <laughs> I'll just I'll just put that on the vision board on your behalf don't mind my agenda um <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know I'd love to talk about that with you more because I know you've recently written a book and so I know that like writing the book and then what comes like after like actually trying to publish it and stuff like that and like editing is like two different things so I'd love to hear that more about that from you too just the whole experience of it all. yeah.
1: We'll have to circle back six months time or eight months time or nine months time and I will have a lot more information for you then. <laughs> information for everyone listening on that process we are going through it um yeah no it's a process for sure and uh yeah what's interesting is the books that you're writing I feel like you have such clarity on what they're for who the audience is so when I think about that from a marketing perspective I feel like targeting that in terms of trying to get it published sounds like a pretty clear path that being said I am not a publishing expert (laughs) one knows this (laughs) But everyone listened back in 12 months time when I've, when I, I've published once. And so I, they a publishing expert or whatever works in the online. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm a copywriting business expert. Yeah. I'm curious what advice for anyone listening who, um, let's say that they're like, what my next is to increase my revenue, to grow my business, what advice would you have for them?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, first it would be to, to keep going because I know it seems like when you're making that amount of money and everywhere you look, it's like, you see copywriters charging 5,000 and 10,000 for projects. And you feel like you're never going to get there. Or you feel like that's impossible for you. Or you feel like you don't have the talent to do that. Um, that's not true. So like where you are right now, like is such a good place to be. And like, if you just keep going a year from now, you will be just so amazed. Um, things that helped me increase my, my, you know, get from that, you know, starting income to what, like where I want to be now and hopefully to grow. Like I, like we talked about earlier have been really, really defining like my, like knowing the value of copywriting and my process and being able to like articulate that in a sales call (laughs) and do it confidently and like how you said in a way that if that doesn't work out something else will come along and to just keep going um to know how long things take you and give yourself the space to do it and literally for me that's just been learning as I go taking your program and and you know education and stuff like that but just learning as you go so just like don't quit don't give up like I know it's so hard to feel like you're doing something wrong because you're not like making that five k month, you know, your first six weeks in business or whatever. Some people can, but some people like some people, it takes a while, but I think that building slow, like you will get there and it's, it's so worth, worth the journey and everything you learn on the way prepares you for where you're going next. Like when I started working with you, I wasn't prepared for clients that I have now, like six months later, like I wouldn't have done a good job for them. Like I do now. So everything I've learned along the way has helped me get here. And I'm very like, I feel more confident that like everything I'm working on today is going to help me get to where I want to be a year from now. If that makes any sense. I know it's just like, keep going, man, you can do it, but it's true. Like, take like, time. you know, work with, work with a coach who's going to come alongside you and help you and just, and just literally keep going. And if you have a bad day, don't quit. Like, you'll be so glad you didn't quit. (laughs) Just keep going. There's so many people that need your talent and service out there. They're there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So what's, what should they do if they have a bad day? Like don't quit, (laughs) but what would you tell them?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, what I do on a bad day is really just I don't even know. I go for a walk. I cry. I like complain to my husband and cry, and then like the next day I realize like, oh, it's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I, you have a bad day. I mean, obviously it sucks, but like, you learn so much from the fail, <laughs> compared to like from when you're on top. Like every time um, I've totally screwed something up, I've learned from that, and I know people talk about that, but it's it's so true. Like every time I failed, I've gone forward into the next project, knowing that mistake and knowing what I will do so that it doesn't happen again. And just have a lot of grace for yourself. People have been so graceful to me. And so I try to give that to others and to myself too. It's easy to give it out to others. It's harder to give it to yourself. It's your business. You want to do so well, but people mess up all the time. Even people in your industry who look like they're like doing amazing, like have days where they mess up and And that doesn't mean you should quit. It just means you're, it just means you're out there in the arena. Right. So just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I love that.
1: What do you think like was the biggest fail or the biggest, like, oh, I wish I did that taught you the most. What has that been?
0: Yeah. Um, I can think of a couple of them. So for example, like, um, writing websites for when you write your first website as a copywriter, (laughs) There's so much that goes into that. And so like writing websites this year, realizing like, oh, I should wireframe that out before I deliver somebody a first draft, because then I'll know where it's going. That would have saved me a lot of time and people being like, no, I don't want this here. Actually, I want this here. Um, Stuff like that. I can't think of like one big fail or being like, Oh, my questionnaire that, you know, you have people fill out before they, before you start writing for them, their voice and stuff like that. It really is lacking this question, this question and this question. I have always, you know, I'm wondering that when I'm writing, I really need to get that on there. Um, so just stuff like that in my process that I've learned going, going forward or, oh, it's really convenient for people when I do this instead of this and just learning that as I go and developing that you know, as I go. I mean, one of like a big fail for me too would be like, you know, last year at around this time, like COVID time, I lost like all the little, the little copy, copywriting clientele I had built up. I lost because of COVID and started that from ground zero. And so really thought about quitting then, right? When you're like, you know, <laughs> um, lose all your clients and all your income, like within a week, you know, so, but I'm so glad that I didn't because a year later things are going well, right? So, yeah, just all those little things that knock you down really build you up for what's coming next. I really think that. Yeah. I think the best decision I made in my business has been to focus on one or two copywriting services at a time for right now for me and really perfect, not perfect, it's not perfect, but really get down my process for that and how long it takes me and to get really comfortable doing that and and communicating with people like how I help them by doing that. For me, that just seems like taking off a smaller chunk versus being like, you know, before it's like, I'm a copywriter, I'll help you with anything. And, you know, people come to you like, can you write Instagram captions? Can you write my blog? Can you write my whatever? And kind of really figuring out like what I really like to write is like emails and websites. And so just really giving myself permission to say yes to that a lot more and no to the other things so that I can keep like really making my process for doing that really really good for my clients and and for myself too and my confidence in what I like to do and I think that's really helped me figure out how much work I can take on a month and and how long it takes me and how I can help people the best by doing that too so I think for me that's been the best decision. Um, other than also investing in your program <laughs> for sure, um, everything we learned there and just the community of girls, you know, that was in the program with me. I still talk to them on Instagram and follow them and cheer them on and and just to to learn everything you taught us, Jamie, and then also to just have those friends that I can cheer on and and watch grow too and see other people doing it and just both of those, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I love it. the value of community is really huge. Um, was that something that you knew you needed or like I was that sort of just a, a surprise?
0: <laughs> it was a total surprise. Yeah. So I like I never really, you know, when I think about like my wish list, I never I know a lot of people are like, I want community. And for me, I don't know if it's just a season of life I'm in like here at home with kids and just like all the business at my house. Like, I don't, you know, I wasn't like, I need community. You know, I just like, I wasn't thinking that way. I just was thinking like, I already have so much to do. I don't know if I can invest in another community, you know? Um, but that was totally a bonus for me, like to meet the girls in the program and to meet you and to make connections with them because they ask questions that were literally in my head. And like, they're going through the same things that I'm going through. And um, it's just so nice to know that like, oh my gosh, other people have go through this too. Like other people wonder about this too. Like, it just makes you feel like I am on the right track. Like I am where I'm supposed to be right now. I'm not supposed to be further down the road. I'm not supposed to be better before I can show up here. Like, this is it, like, this is it. So just keep going, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I love it so much. It's like one of the, it was a bonus for me to see you guys bond and, and like build the friendships you built. So I appreciate yeah. it. Yes. Um, in terms of if someone who's listening to this is considering create your six figure copywriting business and they're on the fence and they're not sure if they should take the leap or not, what words of advice would you have for them?
0: Yeah, you should, you should just do it. <laughs> <laughs> you should just 100% do it. And I know it's very scary. Um, Like when I joined the program, Jamie, that was like the biggest investment I've ever made in myself. Like not even in my business, but like, I think I I share this with you. Like, I think that's the most I've ever spent on myself. Like other than like, you know, my house, you know, my mortgage payment, right? Like that's like the biggest investment I've ever made in myself. And that is so scary, but like it was worth, it was worth everything because when you, Put, give yourself permission that you're gonna show up that way you do. And um, I'm just so thankful that I did it. I've definitely you know, seen a return on my investment in so many ways, financially and just, um, and the other little things that take you to your financial goal, your confidence, your sales calls process, your process for doing things, your client process, just in so many ways. Um, and I really was just floundering, trying to figure it out all on my own. And just to have somewhere where you can come in and learn all of that stuff. And in one spot and really be supported and where you are right now was just, it meant so much to me. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're so welcome. <laughs> so happy to hear that.
1: <laughs> um, I feel it's time to ask you a $5 million question, which is if $5 million fell into your lap and there was like no strings attached, like you could do anything you want with this money. You don't have to pay it back. There's no taxes. There's no nothing. What do you choose to do with it?
0: Yeah, I know you ask people this question, and I've been thinking about it for like a week to to come up with a brilliant answer. And I just cannot um, think of any because literally, if fi- like if five million dollars, I like what I'm doing. Like I'm happy. I'm so happy with my work right now, which is which is like a privilege to be able to do work, be like, say you want to do work that you're happy doing. Like, I know that that's a privilege. Like I have a husband and a family and community who has my back, right? So I can do this. But like, my husband's happy with his work. My kids are happy. Like I wouldn't move anywhere. I wouldn't like do anything different. Um, So I'm just trying to think about this. Like, I think I would just, other than give a lot of it away and put a lot of it away and you know, do things around our house faster that we're saving up for, you know, like building a porch, paying it off, all those things. Like do that faster instead of slowly. Like I honestly put it, I would save it and give it away a lot of it. Like, I don't know. I know that's so lame, but that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I don't have any plans.
1: Oh, that's, I love, by the way, that could be one of the best answers I've ever received. Oh my God. (laughs) you know, cause it's just, it's beautiful. No, it really speaks to like where you are right now and, and how fulfilled you feel in, in everything in your life, in your world, which is really, it's a beautiful thing that I think is under, I think we under appreciate and undervalue the, the value of just like really loving and appreciating where you are and having everything you need. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the giving it away, Do you have any ideas of what causes you'd want to give it to?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I always find it so um, just, I don't know, just that I can be here where I live and who I am and I can make all kinds of plans and dreams for my life, right? Like I can say, okay, I want to build this business and I want to learn to do this and I want to do this for my kids and I want to learn this skill and, and on and on and on there's so many people and particularly like women in like refugee camps um, all around the world who like, I listened to a podcast um, episode once where a woman who was in a refugee camp was saying like, you know, I wanted to go to school for this. I wanted to work here, but like, I can't even, you know, dream anymore. Right. Like, like just the ability to like have a dream for your life and where you want to go and, and what you want to learn and wor- where you want to work. Like some people don't even have that. So like, I always find it, you know, I think about that a lot, like we here, we plan so much about like what we're going to do in our business and our life. And some people can't don't even have the ability to dream because of like where they live, you know, it's like not possible to go to school. It's not possible to take a course or work anywhere or support your family. And so that cause is close to my heart. And um, also, I live here in South Dakota, close to the Standing Rock um, reservation. And it's one of the poorest places, you know, in the country for sure, possibly the world. And so um helping women there too so they could support their families and be there for their families i think is both worthy causes so yeah
1: yeah that's beautiful thank you for sharing that yeah (laughs) so jenny where can we find you stalk you soak up more of your goodness hire you for email support and website support (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, yeah, sure. thank you i'm just at jenny roth copywriting that's my website and that's um my instagram handle too so
1: awesome yeah. you can go to jennyrothcopywriting.com to check out all of jenny's awesome services and these links will also be in the show notes jenny is, do you have any final words that you want to share with our listeners before we wrap up
0: i'm just so thankful for you jamie that you do education for other copywriters that that's the path you took and that I was able to find you so thank you for everything
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening to today's episode of creatives making money if you found value in this episode please don't go anywhere before leaving a rating review and subscribing also sharing how you connected with this episode really makes my day so please 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 tag me on instagram at jamie lynn jensen and let me know how this episode helped you also, our free Facebook community accepts new members every Monday. So if you're a writer entrepreneur, come join my write and make money community at creativesmakingmoney.com group. You can find all important links and details in this episode's show notes available at creativesmakingmoney.com. And as always, create like you mean it.